The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Raising teens alone can be brutal. It becomes easier when you are co-parenting with the universe. Welcome to Co-Parenting with the Universe. This is your host, Muriel, and I'm delighted today to welcome you with a guest. It has been a long time since I had a guest. My guest today is April Wyatt. She's a wellness advocate and the founder of Living with Intention. I noticed her, to tell you the truth, I don't remember on what platform, when I, but when I saw the name of your business, April, I had to connect with you and I had to have you on the show because it's so resonating with what we are talking about here. So welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Muriel. It's, it's a pleasure being here and connecting with you and your community. And to be fully transparent, we had quite a journey to get here today. <laughs> oh my gosh. But we are fine now. We're here. So what I would like to ask you to start with is I wanted to, to ask you to share with the audience how you got to teach how to live from intention. What was your journey? What was the turning point to arrive where you are today? Well, as we all know that it is quite the journey in this life, especially in these exceptional times that we're experiencing right now. Uh, For me, uh, my journey began with Well, actually, um, at a very young age, I grew up uh, Woodby Island in the Puget Sound area of Washington State in the U.S. And I grew up in the woods. I grew up in nature. That was my second home. So really grounded, connecting, watching life around me. And then I uh, married a Navy gentleman. And so um, with our adventures, I was able to live in Japan for a total of 10 years. And I just had a spiritual awakening when I climbed Mount Fuji. I did a morning climb or it was an overnight climb. And then when I reached the top, I saw the sunrise through the Tory gate there at the top of the mountain. And it just, it was like time stood still and everything was just quiet. It was that utter, just internal connection there. And then moving forward, we moved back to the States. I received um, guidance from a spiritual counselor who said that I'd be really good at Reiki. And I said, what's Reiki? And this is before Google. (laughs) So I went to the library, checked out a book, and it was exactly how I felt and what I've experienced. Uh, So the connecting with the divine energy, connecting with 
people, with nature and, and supporting others. So then I started my Reiki journey and Reiki has definitely been there for me the whole time. And moving forward now, I'm a Reiki master with uh, Holy Fire 3. And that also helped me through school. Um, somebody might think, how could that be? But I would sit in the parking lot. I'm, I'm a seasoned uh, student. And I started my journey back to uh, college at Drake University when we when we moved back to Iowa. And I would just ask myself, why am I here? But I just kept feeling this nudge, like there's something more, there's something more for you out of this. So I majored in uh, sociology and minored in psychology and really intrigued me about the health psychology about how people's thoughts and their perceptions influences their bodies and the progress of disease. So uh, then after that, I went into um, a nonprofit and worked with at-risk youth. Um, and the youth term for the program or we were working with the Department of Labor at that time. So that was from 16 years to the age of 25. So these individuals uh, were very courageous. They had so many barriers in their lives and working with them um, really helped me to heal my wounds and understanding and uh, now I, I'm here working with individuals um, with my business, um, helping others with breath work and through Reiki and uh, meditation to bring them back to themselves because we are so disconnected uh, with everything happening and also a lot of digital things happening, you know, younger people and even, you know, people of my age too. Uh, getting distracted. So we tend to disconnect from our bodies and I help people to bring them back to themselves and, and find that center point. So I know that was a little bit longer than probably anticipated, but I kind of needed to walk you all through that journey of mine. And also as I have gone through trainings or workshops and things, first and foremost, I, I do it out of interest for me to better me because a healer can only assist others as deeply as they've healed themselves. So um, going through those healings again and again and just working through those layers is so important. That's what I was going to ask you um, because I noticed, I'm also a, a Reiki master and I noticed independently from the Reiki, I noticed that we heal in layers. And sometimes you heal something and you think you're done with it. And then you revisit it from another angle. Um, so that's what you find too with yourself and with the, the clients that you, like the people that you help, right? Most definitely. And people might even say, uh, well, I thought I was past that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the body also holds memory and so even though sometimes we're having these amazing meditations or those kind of experiences um, 
it's really within the body. You know, our bodies are what allows us to have this human experience on earth. This is our container and it holds everything for us. So even though we're walking around thinking, oh, well, that happened 10 years ago, that has nothing to do with today. The body is highly intelligent and it, it remembers, it's stored in the fascia. It is so intelligent that um, because I, I do EFT and what we learn in EFT is that anything that you can't deal with, it will be encapsulated until you're ready to heal. And that's what I find when suddenly a new layer is coming to the surface. That's really beautiful. We have a magnificent body, which is part energy and also matter. What role did, because you, you started with nature and I know that for myself, I need to be immersed in nature regularly to recenter and recalibrate. How important is nature to you in your life? Yeah, it's, it's, it's my cornerstone. It's, a, it's the foundation for me. Uh, and their studies have shown, like with cancer patients and other people with, um, even with uh, PTSD and, and other, um, I don't want to say illnesses, because I don't like to use labels, but with other challenges that they're mm -hmm. facing, nature brings us back to who we are. You know, we have these amazing minds that can build cars and houses and things. And it, it, it likes to say, oh, this is who I am and, and separates us from the other animals. But we are animals, you know, and when we tap back into nature uh, and just watching birds or, uh, you know, just a tree, looking at a tree, it just really brings us back to who we are and um, allows the nervous system to relax and to breathe. We go outside, what do you do? Take breathe. that nice, beautiful breath, right? Breathing in that sweet smell or that earthiness wherever yes. you are. And, uh, and we're right here where we're in nature. So that's so healing too, yeah. And so you teach living with intention. How did you, did you discover the power of intention in all that? It's a great question. Um, I discovered it through my own journey of even asking myself, well, what is my intention? This is what I'm wanting to do. And I still do this because I'm human as well. I, I, I'm human too, yeah. right? And so when my mind starts to think about all these things that mm -hmm. I still need to do or that ha happened in the past, whatever that is, because that's what our minds are built to do. Yes. I pause and I ask myself, well, what is my intention right now? And I call that, you need to put your attention on your intention because we all have amazing intentions, right? We want this we're intending to do that, or we have a specific goal in mind. Although when we don't refocus and refo bring, us, bring ourselves back with that attention of, okay, then what am I doing today to work towards that? What is it that 
feels good that I can do to take one little step forward towards that intention. So that's the living with intention. It's constant. It's a progress. It's a, it's a work of art. That's what our lives are. It's never ending. And guess what? When you get to 65 and you get that, well, in the U.S., the social security check kind of thing, yes. you know, you don't, you're not, you don't have it made and that's it. <laughs> we're constantly growing. Yeah, we're constantly growing and shifting. And when we have issues or challenges come up in our lives, that's kind of like a mirror. It's kind of like you, you have to look at it. And if you keep avoiding it, it's going to keep coming up and coming up. So And growing. Yes, it's asking you to grow. It's asking you to, to reflect. And even the difficulty, uh, I, I always describe it like you receive guidance and it's like a whisper and then it becomes louder and louder and louder. And if you don't listen and don't pay attention, it's going to be a kick in the rear and you're going to be on the floor and you must now pay attention. It's, uh, it's crazy. And so my audience is mostly moms with teenagers. What would be a good intention? Because do you find, first of all, let's go back. When you meet people for the first time, let's say, and you ask them, for an intention, do you find that a lot of people know where they want to go or do you find that you need to help them? Because for me, I see that people are prisoners of the drama and they never actually sat down and think about where they actually want to go. Is that your experience too? Yes. When when we are, and I'm speaking for all of us, right? We, we have loved ones we care for right? We, we want the best for them. And when we're in our minds, and again, I, I want everybody to understand that our minds are amazing things. And its job is to keep us safe. Yes. So it remembers from past, and it tries to project it into the future to keep from that happening again. And when we witness our loved ones going through kind of like the same cycle or something happening that way, our minds get hypervigilant, right? Because we're triggered too. We get feelings, we get, get those gut feelings, our hearts, you know, are hurting or aching or what have you. But in reality, that's a trigger for us, for us to reflect and ask, what can I do for myself right now? What can I do to help fill my cup, to bring myself into a present state? And I'm not saying that you need to sit there and meditate for two hours. You know, most of us don't have that time. Yes. But even if it is to look outside and see a tree or um, look at a piece of art or listen to some music or read scripture or whatever it is for you to bring yourself into an easier place because we are all energy. And before we go and interact with others, we really need to be mindful of what we're bringing forward. And when we're caught in those loops of thoughts and things about a person or situation and how things aren't going right or, or how we think they should do it or you know, looking for an expectation, 
we're projecting our own insecurities onto that person without even realizing it. We're thinking, well, this is what I need to do because I'm a caring parent. This is something that I want to save my person or, you know, person in my life from experiencing. Although it's really up to us to be tapped into ourselves and have that gentle pause before we have that interaction. Because as you're asking, how do I work with people? Well, I meet them where they're at. And it's, it's very important for me to be as present as possible without any perceptions or expectations or focusing on a specific outcome. It's more of just pausing and listening. And, and here's one thing that came up, and I love that we're having this conversation. There's always, it's always serendipitous, right? So I had a client this weekend, and she was talking about her daughter and that uh, she was talking about all these things. And I just, it, she stopped talking and she asked me, you know, well, what, what do you think I should do? And I said, well, what's important is for you to really listen. Is your daughter or person asking for advice? Are they asking for your input? Or are they sharing information or just saying something that they don't really understand the underlining tones because they're so young? Right? Yes. They're just sharing something or if they're just saying something and not asking for advice. And then as a parent, we want to protect them. And then we, we kind of jump in quickly and and then that other person's kind of standing there like, well, what just happened? You know, I, I was just saying this or something to that effect. So again, it's about being centered and listening, really that authentic listening. And then asking open-ended questions when you feel that little red flag coming up for ourselves. Uh, asking, well, how did you feel about that? Or oh, that's interesting. Why do you think that person did that? Or, you know, just kind of getting a grasp for how they're thinking, how their perceptions are. Because in reality, it's their experience. It's Absolutely. It's their experience. And, and when we give them that pause and that space, then that builds trust. And when they're in that trusting space of, oh, they, they're listening to me, and they're not trying to tell me how to live my life or uh, control. Um, they're very hypersensitive. They are. And, yeah. And um, sometimes I know with my own kids, even even um, in my house, as a coach, I had the tendency to always want to help. And I had to learn to step back because sometimes they just want to uh, vent. They are not waiting for you to give advice. They are not waiting for you to give your opinion. And I had to learn to leave, like you said, the space for the person in front of me because even though it's my kid, it's a being. They have their own wisdom. 
and they have a lot of their own answers. Sometimes they can't figure it out because the brain is not completely developed and they are very impulsive and there are many, many factors. But there is that inner wisdom. They may be young as in their body, but their energy, their soul, their being is also a wise one. So leaving space for that is super important. If I was going to make two or, or, or let's say three powerful intentions for moms, uh, I would say I intend to leave room for the being in front of me. And when that's your overall intention, or I intend to listen because in our society, we're not taught how to listen. And for me, those would be two very important intention. Um, do you help mothers or, or people in general to come with, to develop an, uh, like a, a thread, like an intention that would be an intention in time to help them to go where they want? I love that question. You're, um, you're just, I love your intuitiveness of working with this. How I uh, approach that is asking them if they have their own mantra, their own something that they can repeat for themselves, such as, and this is a little nugget to share with everyone. This came to me uh, when I was struggling, really, really struggling. I will go into the story, although it was a turning point in my life. And I was literally driving down an interstate and all these things were just rushing. I call it static. You know, you've got all these thoughts and things and emotions. That, and it was like a knife just cut right through it. And I heard a voice that was not mine because we all have our internal dialogue voice. Mm -hmm. And it said, trust and know and it shall be so. Wow, how beautiful trust and know and it shall be so so even having that for yourself or anyone else trusting in the process because we can't see it that's no. what the mind wants the mind wants something to chew on it wants yes. a goal it wants tell me how it works <laughs> it wants certainty yes yeah. yeah it wants certainty and safety that creates yes. safety and so when you trust in the process your higher power, whatever that is for you. And you know, because you are surrendering or allowing this trust, trust and know, and then it shall be so. So then, then you pause and you just, the old saying, let go, let God. Yeah, let it or, happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let it happen the way it needs to. Yes. And most of the time, people are pleasantly surprised as, oh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Well, the mind is always, it's the worst scenario, right? Because it wants to protect. Uh, so, it's, yeah. Catas really the important. mind is catastrophizing a lot, a lot, a lot. We, we scare ourselves a lot with stuff that will never happen. And um, as far as it shall be so and things that happen. I've been surprised in my life with what I call mini miracles. It was not even that it wasn't that bad. It was great. Stuff fell from nowhere to help me navigate the challenge. And, and uh, I love that you talked about that and about being flexible on how 
it can come, not to decide the form that it should have. That's sure. extremely important. And here's another, uh, so as you're saying that, having a mantra, having something to say, so that way it gives your mind something to think about, yes. something different. It breaks the ruminating thoughts and then your nervous system will relax. You'll be more centered, uh, just being able to breathe a little easier. And what you just said, Muriel, uh, so I also ask when something amazing happens, and it could be something as little as finding a parking spot when you're like fretting about finding a parking spot <laughs> and all of a sudden a car pulls out and you're like, thank you, right? Yes. Um, then you say, how can it get better than this? With not mapping it out, just yeah. saying, oh, thank you. How can it get better than this? And then the universe or whomever's listening and they're like, oh, Muriel is asking, how can it get better than this? And she's not getting in her way by thinking the processes of it. Here you are. Here's a little bit more. You know, so that's how I've been able to live the life I am. Right now, I'm sitting in Wisconsin. I am a full-time RVer, and I get to work remotely. And so when you asked about nature and trees, that's what I'm looking at as I'm talking to you all here is a beautiful view of this gorgeous park that I'm at. And this is my life. And it's, it's pretty amazing. So how can it get better than this? So was that one of your intentions to live in nature? Also, that, isn't it beautiful that now you get to see the result of the intention that you put out there? Yeah. It's, it's so beautiful. Yes. What would you say um, if, someone, if someone is... So you gave us a mantra that is very powerful because it's general enough that everything, every situation can fit in there. But if someone tells you that they're not good with words and they would like to get some, their own mantra, how can, we, how can you help them get there if they don't, if they don't know what to say, if they, don't, if they feel a little bit lost? Yeah, that's, that's, and that's very common too, just as you yes. asked before, uh, because of being caught up in, the, the fight or flight and yes yes it is the fight or flight mm -hmm. and so finding something that feels easier you know there, there's a lot of people that say oh just be happy and there's a lot of people out there going uh what world are you living in here yeah. you know so every day gets a little easier that's all you can say every that's day right. gets a little easier i am here and alive or whatever it is for that person that it feels easy to say. I, I, that's another thing of meeting somebody where they're at. Yes. Not putting this, for me, it would be like, oh yes, it's this, you know, and everybody's in different levels. Exactly. Right? And who knows, maybe in a year from now, I might be at a little lower vibration and somebody says, oh, just be happy. And I'll be like, what are you talking about? You know, so it's really finding that place to meet and something that feels good in the body too. And if you can't get in your body, then finding something outside is a resource like a tree, 
the piece of art, the music, scripture, whatever it is that helps to bring a little ease and comfort. Yes, that's great. That's great because sometimes people aren't in their body, especially when we are going through strong challenges. We tend to dissociate sometimes and finding something outside to bring you back to the moment. It's, it's great. What is one of your intentions now that you're putting out there? I'm curious. Yes, my intention is to uh, keep traveling around the U.S. I would love to go international and share Reiki, mindfulness. I also am a biodynamic breathwork practitioner and uh, that is also for trauma release in the body. So it's oh, wow. E-B-T-R-S. Uh, and later on, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more about that on how to find me and things. Uh, so they do trainings and workshops around the world. Although with the global shift, things have kind of shut down in certain areas. Although I know that's temporary. And that's another thing to say. You know, everybody focuses on the now yeah. gas prices, inflation, all this stuff. Well, this is history. This has been going on for, for centuries of this up and down. So just reminding ourselves, this is temporary. You know, and that's what I say to myself. Well, then I get excited. Okay, in 2025, I know I'm going to Japan. I'm taking my Reiki students with me. We're going to climb Mount Kurama. Wow. Uh, all of those things. Uh, just really putting my intention out there and refocusing with my attention on how I feel and uh, working working with that. I don't want to say towards it because some, it's like a spiral. It's, it's Yeah, it's already here. It's just a question mm -hmm. of being on the same vibration. Yeah. Uh, what are your practices to stay focused on, on your intentions? What do you do every day? Well, I start my day with, I do meditate. Mm -hmm. um, so I have a Reiki meditation. I also do a practice that BBTRS has. It's called unwinding. So when I'm feeling kind of that buildup in my body, yes. then I work somatically with okay. my body. I'm breathing. I'm touching different pressure points and working with my body, just allowing it to move. Because as you talked about, Muriel, the fight or flight response, it keeps us like this, right? Yes. We're, we're tight and, and activated, or it could be, that's the hyper, or we could be hypo where, where you just don't feel like doing Numb. anything, very mm -hmm. heavy and, and, and just can't get moving. So again, I've worked with people on both um, aspects of that but also for myself. So really setting that intention of resetting and resetting again. And that's what it is. It's not that I get up after an hour, I'm like, oh, you know, through the day. <laughs> because, you yes. know, things happen throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And being mindful, a thought comes in, even asking myself, is that true? Is that happening right now? You know, and then just refocusing on something else that feels better uh, just to find, to continue with that center point. So it's a continuum. 
I was going to ask you for an, an exercise or something that people could do, but you just gave us a question to ask yourself, is that true to come back to get out of your monkey mind and come back to, to, to the truth of it? Is there some other tiny exercise or something that you could share with the audience they could start applying now that you, you th yes. comes to your mind? Yes, they're already doing it right now and we're doing it all the time. And that's the breath, mm -hmm. our, the beautiful breath. And when we focus on just the sense of it flowing in through the nose and down through the throat and into the chest, really following it. It's, it's the beautiful movement that's already happening within the body because again, that fight, flight, or freeze, it keeps us kind of stuck here. And because we care so much for our loved ones, you know, in our hearts, uh, we feel a lot of things there. That's our, our power source is our heart. And so being able to just breathe and allow that to expand a little bit, a person could even pause and ask like what color do I see or do I feel here what sensations am I feeling just simply putting their hands on their heart taking a nice deep breath into that and just feeling the rise and fall of the chest seeing if you can even feel your heartbeat from underneath there and then just bringing the breath a little deeper down into that lower lobes of the lungs and just releasing so breathing in expansion and compassion and breath out to let go and allow it's that simple that is so calming i was doing it as you were saying it <laughs> i love it um, how can people get in contact with you if they want to work with you or, or check out what you're doing thank you thank you for asking um, so they can go to my website which is livingwithintention.co. They can also find me on mindbodyspirit.fm for my podcast. That's where you found me. True. Yes. And also I'm on Instagram and Facebook and uh, WhatsApp, but I prefer for somebody to contact me through my web uh, website and then I'll give you my number for the WhatsApp. And and I'll I'll put everything in the notes of the episode so that they can check it out and if they want to be I don't know maybe people want to be part of that trip that you're going to do uh, in in Japan. Uh, that yeah. that sounds so fun and that sounds so beautiful. So and just but, finding a way to for people to find a way to to play in life because we're so serious and things happening so even if it's seems like it's a daydream to go do something or what have you uh, you know plan it out and get excited you know and and really really feel how it would feel to be there or to do that and that's also shifting energies as well because one last thing before we go, I want everybody to remember that you are the ripple effect in your life. That little drop that comes down into the water and then it ripples out, that's you. You're dropping in and then your energy, your vibration that you're carrying ripples out and other people can feel that. 
Yes. Other people can sense that. So remembering that you are the ripple effect and asking yourself, how do I want to connect with others? How do I want to be today? So you just said that. Your intention. It's it's, uh, two things that you just said. First, the, the, the importance of playing. Uh, that's the universe talking to me as well through you because it's one of my life lessons. I'm a double Capricorn and I need to always remind myself. <laughs> I <laughs> <Did am you? laughs> too. <laughs> so this is one of my, I work on that. Remember to play, remember to be lighter, not so serious all the time. So thank you for reminding me. And the other thing is I was coaching a mom yesterday and she was, we were talking because I teach moms to, you know, teenagers, sometimes they don't want our advice. They don't want to have anything. Sometimes they're mad and they don't want to have anything to do with us. So I was telling her to use, because that's what I did with my kids, her energy to impact them, even if they don't want to be with you in the room and to send love and and use EFT at the same time, surrogate EFT while sending energy. So I love that you talked about the fact that we have this ripple effect because it's even non-local, even with the people who are not with us in the room, with the people who are even far away, like you and I I are connected right now through the waves. It is so it's a responsibility for us. It's crucial to remember that and to live in the higher vibration, Every, especially with what's going on in the world today. We somehow, as healers, as people who are conscious, have a responsibility to have a powerful, positive ripple effect. And that's, I love what you said. I really love yes. what you said. And also reminding ourselves that we're human. Yes. And that when we get caught up in old behaviors or old thought patterns, not to beat ourselves up, but how do they get back there again? You know, having that ease and grace for yourself of, okay, this is where I'm at. Again, meeting yourself where you're at. And then how do I want to feel now? Now that I'm aware of this and, and I'm, I'm here and feeling what's happening. How do I want to feel? How do I want to show up for myself? It's really about you. It's not about the other people. It's yeah. about you. And and uh, it's it's simple, but not always easy. Yes. And I find that the more we practice, the easier it is to bounce back, to re- realign ourselves. And that's the beauty of it. Exactly. I want to thank you so much, April. I love what you shared. And I love that you shared pieces of information that are, most of it is is kind of simple, but so powerful. We forget. So I love that you shared all that today with our audience. And I know they will find bits of, of like gems that they can apply in their life. And that's why I had a feeling we needed to connect. (laughs) Well, thank you, Muriel. I so appreciate you and everyone here. And just know that even though you might be not listening right now or in a month or two months or a year from now, you're still receiving the energy. You're still receiving messages that you're needing to hear. So 
keep shining your lights. Thank you. I'll see you next time, alone or with a guest. And meanwhile, go and radiate beautiful energy and take care of yourself. Much love to you all. If you like this podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes and share it with other moms out there. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.